Hello and welcome to Talking Yanks. It's another player profile and projection, or should I say players, profiles and projections, because we're doubling up today. We got King Nestor. Mm. Nestor the King. Michael King and Nestor Cortez Jr. Now, if I was to tell you one of these men lineage, 10 great-grandfathers back was king of something, village, town, castle. Who would you choose? The guy whose name is king or the guy whose name is Cortez? Ooh, you know I did a project on Hernan uh, a while back. I'd go king. It's in the name. Because of the name thing? And Nestor's a man of the people. We saw Nestor's subway picks. He's wearing the the Shibu Inu shirts. Shibu Inu. It's fun to say. Jim, these guys. These guys, I think Nestor's starting in the season as a starter and King as a reliever. King had an interview recently talking about that. But um, they might mix and match this season unless they find a home, unless Nestor sticks it out and is just continues to be dominant. Do you want to start with Nestor since he is starting as the starter? Nestor deserves the honor. Uh, Nestor Cortez Jr. had nothing short of an awesome season last year. Um, it's <laughs> the eye test is very interesting with Nestor. Eye test. One of the most fun players to watch in baseball. I feel like going on Twitter during a Nestor start was a blast for us. Because we'd have fans reach out and be like, what the hell is going on out there? The leg kicks, the speed delivery, the slow deliveries. Uh, it's a form of entertainment you rarely see on a baseball field. And Jim, he pitched the tune 93 innings last year, 103 strikeouts. So it's not like we're talking about like Brett Anderson, for, for those that oh, know, that just a couple ground balls and fighting through it. Nestor... Had a really good K rate last year, 14 starts, a 2-9 ERA. Um, so he started the bullpen as the slop guy, as the long relief guy. He came in um, when they were uh, down two, down three, down four, down three, ahead six, down two, ahead five. And those were his first one, two, three, four, five, six appearances where he was going three innings, two innings, three innings, two innings, three innings, you know? Finally, they were like, all right, well, maybe Nestor's being kind of good, and they brought him into some tie games um, for long relief, and he did well there. And then something happened in the rotation. I forget who got bounced, but they put him in as a starter on July 28th, and never did he look back. Yeah. He started 12 games in a row, and in those starts had a 331 ERA one game against the Baltimore Orioles, he struck out 11 batters. Yeah. With 98 pitches, 6.1, went into the seventh inning. Uh, insane. One appearance this spring, two innings, clean, obviously. Um, it's, it's funny, man, and how we view baseball players. Nestor Cortez Jr. is 27 years old. Like, that was a 26-year-old breakout season. The baseball savant, the analytics... Actually, pretty nice. Expected ERA. Expected batting average. The K percentage. Like, it's there. The blue on it, 
is fastball velocity. Uh, average fastball of 91 miles per hour. I will say he can dial it up like we'd see some 94s when he really wants to get there. That's not where he sits. And the other thing about Nestor where there can be a real, a very real side to this is the four-seamer. It's not an invisible. That's a sexy term in baseball. But basically, I think the four-seamer almost floats that makes it tough to hit. His four-seamer, the horizontal movement, well, is like negative compared to other pitchers that I think it makes it a tough at-bat, and there's a chance that could make it very real. It's not tough to hit. It's tough to swing at. I, w- I would guess a lot of his strikes with the four-seamer are taken because he's doing all the delays and the different deliveries and the quick pitch. It's got a 14% whiff percentage, which is pretty low. So when guys are swinging at it, they're clipping it or or getting good wood. But he just gets them looking a lot where he drops down and then basically running away from the mound by the time it gets there. Yeah, I'd have to compare it to other fastball swing percentages because I know, um, you know, compared to a breaking ball, that's a big number. But I well, fourteen's pretty low. Give me a pitcher that's not Garrett Cole to compare him to. Monty, we just did him. Maybe we'll get to Michael King. Um, let's honesty hour. It's honesty hour, and we're going to be honest. If Nestor is good, it's awesome. It's cool. It's an incredible story. He was lights out last year. Even if he regresses a little bit, that's still an awesome dude to have on a baseball team. More than willing to come out of the pen if needed. Earned a starting role last year. Is there a chance that there's a baseball world where it was a little fluky last year? Yeah. And I think if you're at grips with that, let's enjoy this ride. Maybe he's a stud. Maybe he's two studs. I said this in our conversation when we were just hanging around at the Yes Network, talking to the folks there, Jack Curry and the crew behind the scenes, talking baseball. Yeah. That's my favorite thing about going to winter meetings or hanging out with other people in in the industry using uh, douchey air quotes. It's like just genuine baseball. Like the conversations we have on air is what we just have in the office. Um, I think that the way he pitches, Mm. confidence looms so large like you have to be able to pull those stop and starts and those stutter steps and you do it in blitzball and i think confidence looms large for you too to feel like i'm gonna do this it's gonna fuck him up and it's gonna work you have to be so confident and i'm interested i never want it to happen or i'm interested to see if he like loses it like if he's has two bad starts does do the do the mind games and the mental games stay the same? Is he still like, well, I'm just gonna keep doing this? Or if he has a couple good starts to start the year, pencil him in for a long stretch again in my book. Yeah, I mean, I, I think there's a little bit of house money there, right? Like this dude, this dude was like DFA'd, like he was kicked out of the Orioles. <laughs> he uh you know, it all happened very young, like shockingly young for a baseball player, but I think he's playing with house money a little bit. I think there's a little bit of pitching kind of under the speed. So many hitters are dialed up for 95, 96 that when you see Nestor, it's a different look. Um, I'm getting into this whiff percentage stuff. I think, I think his whiff percentage numbers are fine. 
For the fastball? Yeah. I have his four-seamer at 23.2 last year. And, like, the run value stuff is really good for it. 14.3. Or... I think oh, you're, oh, yeah, oh, I think oh. you're on the wrong thing. I know what's happening. Okay. Like, the numbers... 23%. That's which I think are better than Monty's, like, fastball numbers. Yeah, but Monty's, is, that's his fourth pitch and first pitch, so it's a little tough. But but it is not bad. It Like, Jameson's 28. Domingo is, like, 28. So it is not bad. I was It was looking at uh, just a collection of, like, the last couple games. Collection of games... My bad. I apologize. The baseball savant actually says Nestor has a chance to repeat it, which is really cool. And yeah, I just it's tough to put it in that bucket. Like when do we get when do we get to a spot where we're like all in? Like the chips are on the table. You are Nestor Cortez Jr., a starting pitcher in the Yankees rotation. Never. Yeah. That's tough. I mean it's it's I don't, not never. Not this year. I If he's good through I the all-star w- break, I think we're like, Nestor's a starting pitcher on this team. <sighs> I'm trying to say, because I'm not trying to be rude at all. No, it's it's it, it puts you in a pickle. Like it's, it's just like there's so much non-pitching pitching that he does. His war last year was 2.8. His yeah. career war is 1.7. So, quick math there. Up until last year, he'd been a negative baseball player. And last year, he was really good. Um, I'm not, I'm just, because the stuff isn't there and it's a mixture of stuff and deliveries and trickery and mind games. Right. I don't think you could ever be like, yep. Like, I don't, I just don't know if like consistently, like Cueto got there, Stroman does it, but they're like actual... Pitches and stuff is better, but you're right. The fastball did get better last year. Like it was like faster than we're used to. So I don't know, Jim. I think you just accidentally segued us perfectly to Michael King. Yeah, who stuff wise, especially what we saw out of the bullpen at the end of last year, that's something where you buy stock. Uh, Mike Michael King came out was pumping heaters. We were seeing 97, 98 on the gun when he was coming out of the bullpen. Um, you know, I, I know you said on on repeat that this is a guy that could have really changed the Yankees' outlook of the season if he could have ate up some of those two-inning, 2.1-inning bullpen performances, which he started to do. Um, the fastball played, and I think what was really interesting was it seemed like he found a breaking ball, which he credited to Corey Kluber. Thanks, I mean, Kluber. he's giving a lot of credit. He calls it a clue ball. Yeah. Um, and it looked really good. It, it, it looked real. So uh, the question with Kinger, who, by the way, also 26, like him and Nestor in the same age bracket, did it come together? Did it all click? And what opportunity is Michael King going to get this year? Uh, because it's a really tricky spot. Because if he goes in the bullpen and he's a really good two-inning guy, that's a massive role on baseball teams now. Where does a spot open up in the rotation and does he get a chance to go five innings, something like that, to try to become a starting pitcher in this league? It's going to be interesting to watch. I feel like injuries, unfortunately, are going to dictate it more than performance to a degree. 
Um, we love Michael King uh, off the field and especially what we saw on last year. Yeah. I mean, he came back from the injury with the clue ball. He was saying that Kluber taught him because they had the same arm slot. And I think that were they on the IL at the same time. Um, I don't know. He didn't throw a baseball salon has trouble because they didn't know what the pitch was. They didn't know right. if it was his slider. Nobody knows. So at some point, Baseball savant, I don't know, uh, has a slider, 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 and curveball, like, living in the same world, and then all of a sudden the slider disappears because I think he publicly said, no, it's my clue ball. So they're like, all right. Clue ball leans curveball. Yeah. Ends in ball. Ends in ball. Yeah. Slider ball. Not a thing. Mm. Um, yeah, it was a good pitch. And I'm, I, I like King. I mean, he's friendly with us, and he, we did an interview, but, like, that aside, um, any other pitcher that has his same kind of motion and two seam, I like. That's I like two seamers. I like fastball pitchers. I like pitching the guys that will pitch to contact. Um, goes back to Chin Ming Wong. Like mm. you just throw balls and they hit grounders and you walk off the mound. Like that is a badass feeling. And you know Matt Blake deserves a shout out here. Matt Blake is becoming a little bit of a sinker whisperer. I'm kind of the opposite of your average fan. Like I think that is more badass than striking out the side. If you were to like it to get someone out in less than like ten pitches right. on three ground outs, I think is more badass than like striking out the side on twelve pitches. Weak I don't con- know why. Weak contact deserves a little more love, and the nerds don't know the best way to co- quantify it. Like they yeah. put weak contact up there, but even like trust me, striking outside is awesome. But I think there's something beautiful about being like I'm going to put it in the zone. Right, you're not going to hit it hard, and I know that. Right, and my guys are just going to field it, and I'm going to leave. Right. Like, there's something more dominant in that mindset than me. So, I I think another part that ties in this, Matt Blake, um, Matt you know, Blake. we've seen a couple sinker guys really take it to another level. So, if that's part of King's development, that's awesome. The starting thing, and this is where part of the reason we, we really fell in love with King or we like Instagram posts and stuff is not a big deal, is... He's honest in his press conferences. Do you remember when he was starting and he said, like, I wasn't throwing my best stuff in the first inning? Like, I was trying to get through. And it was like, Kinger, I don't know. I don't know if you got the leash for that yet, my man. Um, So when he does, and he will get starts this year. Like, the baseball season will happen and he will be needed. Um, It's how, how he attacks it. Because it would be very easy to sit on the outside if we were a fan of another team or something like that and say, well... Okay, so the kid was lights out as a reliever, but he got knocked around as a starter. Like, that would be that's the easy conclusion with the five four seven ERA as a starter and the two three three as a reliever. Um, I don't know. I, I'm super interested to see where they land on it. I mean, with the expanded rosters, it becomes really interesting because there was a good shot. He could have actually started the year in AAA as a starter, but now with the extra roster spots, he's kind of a lock to make the team. So, uh, and keeping him stretched out and things like that, I don't know. Uh, King is going to be, there's a reason we combine these guys. In a way, they're tethered. Great word. And That is a good word. Thank you. Sometimes when, like I can tell when Noodle's going to shake, like, you Mm. know, he lines it up. And I'll shake at the same time, and then I say tethered. And you like the the movie Us more yeah. than the common person. I do. Yeah. Is he starting the bullpen? I mean, I have been. I had him in the bullpen before 
the expansion, but I guess I wasn't, I didn't play the math game at all. Oh, well, they still have Joely out there, and I don't. Right, but he's on a major league contract. I know. King has options. I know, but it's just stupid, and I don't like it. Give Matt Blake a, a little bit. Joely can get lefties out. Maybe they can find a solution for righties. Um, Petition the rules to change. Get Randy Levine on it. Before they expanded the rosters, um, they had a full house. Like, the conversation would have been like, like, King kind of would have been on the outs with his options. Like, we did that a little bit. Now, I agree with you. If it was like playoff started, I think King was on that that roster. But as the start of the season, I think he would have been AAA now that they've added the two Can spots. Can I tell you something? The bullpen needs more options. Think so. Uh, like actual options. Like everybody in the bullpen can't be sent down. When literal literal options. Literal options, options. to be sent down. Sent the up. bullpen is the one facet where teams love to send guys up and down. Dude, I'm telling Chapman you. Chapman can't go up and down. Laza can't go up and down. Laza Chad, can, but he's... Can't, can't, yeah, sorry, can, but he won't. Chad can't. Holmes can't. Wandy can. Uh, Joely can't. Albert Abreu can't. Litke can't. King can. So, you know what? If there's a trade going on, Abreu seems like a nice... If anyone is like saying, hey, we'll take him too, you kind of need to open up some flexibility in this bullpen. It's a different conversation, but... It's a little bit of a different convo as we, we get into roster construction, but I, I guess that's what I'll be tracking with my king, my king, my king, is uh, just how are they going to handle him? Are they going to keep him stretched out? Like... Does Mike King yeah. get hurt by having to be in the bullpen and throwing 1.2 innings, 2.1 innings, where let's say if they need a spot start and Clark Schmidt is fully stretched out at AAA, they I, might I go think, to Clark. I think they're going to be, I think it's going to be uh, King Nestor or Nestor the King. For what? Instead of Chester. I think he'll piggyback. He said... To open the season. Nestor to King to open the season. Like, they'll be a tandem. Like, they will pitch something like that because uh, in King's press con- or uh, interview mid-game, he used the term like, yeah, I'd love to get a starter, but wherever they need me, if it's piggybacking. And that makes me think that he was told, like, that term. Like, yeah, we're going to have you piggyback a lot. Yeah, I mean... Because I don't think you usually just say that. Early on in the season, especially like, dude, Cole for his first start is going to be stretched to like 75, 80 pitches. Um, so I don't think he will, but I think other guys will. I, I think King's got to be ready to go, and that's that's where it's just going to be interesting to watch how the season plays out, especially up until May 1 when the rosters go back to 26 from 28. Uh, how do they treat him? Because There'll be injury by that point. Because Luis Hill is going to be ready to start. I think Clark Schmidt is getting stretched out. Davey's getting stretched out. So it would be it would suck for King... If a rotation spot opens up, he's doing good in his middle relief role, but because the other guys are stretched out, they would get the spot starts. Yeah. I think that, like, the first four games are... I would, I would. I guess I don't think I would. I would just have them as a tandem. These two guys are getting us seven innings today. Unless they mess it up. Open to that. Yeah. Let's watch some random videos. Okay. We'll do Nestor first, Jake, because we talked about him first. That's fair. 
Or, no, I got it. Show random video. Nestor Cortez, ball to Shin Su Chu. They're getting their asses kicked. He had to bust him inside a little bit there. Yeah. Had to. Let's watch another one. That was old Nestor. 2-2, didn't hate it. Okay. Oh, this is mustache Nestor. This is last year. Yeah. Easy peasy. Tarugi at third. And Luke Voigt, the first baseman. So. And think about that with even better defense. I mean, we it'll get to a point where we can't say that for every pitcher, but I guess throw Nestor in the bucket. Let's think about that, though. Oh, Michael King ball to Francisco Lador. 2-0 count. First base is open. Yeah, first base is open, 2-0 count. You're not going to give in to him there. It's actually... Just a spectacular pitch. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Ground out to third base. There you go. To Geo. Geo to DJ. Another third base, first base. Wow, that's a nice play. (laughs) Play that again. Oh, my God. Get that more on the screen. Oh, that's the cuteness we're missing. Let's watch that play again. God. And then land on the final screen. I'm going to miss Gio. At the end of my career, I was a bench player. Just because so he was... All kind of things to do, right? My God. <laughs> and we're cute. Fuck. <sighs> Gio made that play look so... He was just chilling at the end on tarp. What's like, the over-under? We got to get out of here. Transferred and threw in one motion. BBD? Over-under for Nestor Cortez. I mean, both of them. It's a question of number of starts. King is nine and a half starts. Nestor is 19 and a half starts. Nine and a half. 17 and a half. Nineteen and a half was the king, was the Cortez number. Nineteen and a half. Oh, I'm seeing seventeen and a half. I'm on the I'm on a sheet of just the over under, so it might have been adjusted for that page. It's a sheet. Uh, Mike King stumbled into six starts last year. He was four the year before. I think my personal line would have been like six and a half. What did they have King at? Nine and a half was what. Was Feels what a little high. I think I would have put it at five or six and a half for me, if I were to generate it. I mean, King did stumble into six starts last year. In a year he was out for a little while. He's pretty good last year. I'm taking the over on Nestor. I think he's going to be out there. And I think I'm under on King just because I think he can be... He's. I believe he's going to be very valuable out of the bullpen. And Heal, Clarky, those guys might be better in line. What's Kings? 20? Nine Will he start half. 20? I mean, Nestor's? Nestor's 19 and a half. So it's just 20 and 10. Will he start 10? Will they get 20. 10 and 20? That's another way to look at it. Um... Over on both. Twirl it. You need starts. Need right now starts. I got Cole getting 30 and Monty getting 28, and I have no idea where the rest are coming from. How many Sevy's going to give you? Tyone. How many Tyone's going to give you? 25. Sevy. 40. 
opener. Um, that's the end of the show. We'll be back with another player profile and projection. Who are we doing next time? Don't tell them. Hey, who are we doing next time? Don't tell them. Don't tell them. Huge secret. Domingo and Kluber combined for 34 starts last year. Sevy's. Wait, how many did, did Domingo get? 18. He said the next person's name in this episode. Spoiler. What?